In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hello and welcome back to the UAP Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. You're back from Australia, across the world and back. It feels like you never left, but I, I'm sure it doesn't feel that way to you. You, you. you, What's it like? The time zones, I would say, are the, the, the biggest culture shock. Otherwise, I would say Australia, very, uh, you know, Similar, like didn't like wasn't didn't feel like crazy different culture than the United States. Really, you you went there. Yeah. You were like, this feels like home. McDonald's, Burger King, the whole deal. They had Domino's, your favorite. Domino's, I saw you tagged spot. me. Yeah, they've got a lot of the same um, kinds of of uh, spots as the United States. It's uh, it was cool. It was fun. It was me and Sammy. We were like just. Having fun clowning around. I got the I got the pics with the koala. You got, got it. Pick with the the kangaroo. I've got the whole thing. I took a surf lesson. I feel like tr- I got the full experience. Did, Picture in front of the opera house, and I'm home. I guess when you go to a place that speaks English, like there's a lot of that adventure of figuring out what people are saying or what the tone is, like that goes out the windows. So when the language is the same, right? It's almost like oh, we went to. California with accents right with a with a stronger accent what is it like Um, it's summer there though that's got to be the wildest part it was summer but it wasn't that hot really they just talk about summer as if it's like yeah it's weird for their summer to be like December January right like it's the 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 word version of the toilet spinning backwards to me like did you do the toilet did you flush the toilet did it spin backwards? That's the whole thing. You're at the, the the southern hemisphere. It goes the other way. I didn't even notice that. Um, they do drive on the other side of the road, though, and the, the passenger seat is on the other side of the road. So that was the the weirdest thing. Overall, just like a really fun trip. We went to the Gold Coast. We, we went to like the surfing town. That was kind of cool. And then Sydney was Sydney was one of those cities where I was like, I really wish we were here when it was nice out because it kind of rained the whole time. Okay. So, but otherwise, it's kind of great because it's like big city and then like so many cool beaches right next to it. Right in the city. So, yeah, kind of the best of all worlds, like the major city and then like tons of just like beautiful, really cool, really nice beaches, really scenic, but uh, it was raining, so we didn't really like... I saw you went to that pool that's like on the ocean. Yes, icebergs, I think they call it. Is that what it's called? Is that a public pool? Because I've seen that in so many pictures that I'm like, is everyone staying at this hotel or is it just a place you can go? So they have these at all of the different beaches. We went on a walk where we walked through like, and you walk through like eight beaches and most of them have these little like pools in the ocean. Okay. Which is cool. Um, it was very, you had to pay to go in, but it was like, I mean, there was like no one there again because it's raining and why would anyone be like going there then? But we only had two days there. So we were like, we're going in. Mm. 
It's like four dollars to go in. It's not okay. Like particular, yeah. That's great. And then like for it, and then like two dollars for a towel. So it's not so like it's the, very accessible. When I, yeah. but it's funny that like when something looks luxurious and you, mm-hmm. you because I've seen that pool that you guys were at on so many Instagram stories of like we're here. There's the right. waves crashing into the pool, and you go, "What? It, uh, I wonder what Ritz." Carlton, that is, you know, like it oh is, no, that's public, right? That, like as any Joe and Jim is going over, or Joey, you know, for Australia's sake. Um, what is? And did you do Australian breakfast? That seems to be their culinary thing now. Because in New York, they have all the Australian like drunk brunch places, right? But I think breakfast is big there. I, I'm I'm giving you. I don't even know anything. These are hearsay. I don't I'm know giving. if. That, I mean, their breakfast, I think, is relatively similar from what I saw to um, American breakfast. They mm. have like avocado toast. They have a- eggs a bunch of different ways. <laughs> I wouldn't say that was like, again, it didn't feel that different than anything. Right. We were. Yeah. This isn't exactly. Cool this isn't exactly <laughs> a good commercial for the country no. of Australia. <laughs> yeah, it's basically Cleveland. Yeah. I- <laughs> with beaches. With beaches. Beaches with um, Cleveland. That's okay. No, it's. It's kind of like a a more cultural California. Cultural California, like a lot of it was. I like get a, that. Um, and it was so funny when I sent when you when I was putting up a picture of like the beaches in, in Sydney, and you were like, it "Looks like Boca." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I guess it could have been Boca, right? But it was great. We flew United. Thank you, United. Um, so I, I I hate to to cheat on Delta, uh, but United was was really really great. It was nice. So did you have a so? That's the thing everyone talks about. The flight, the flight, the flight. Did you did it feel as long as it seems it would feel? Um it didn't feel that bad because United hooked us up with these business class seats. Oh shit. So you so could just sleep. The full experience. Great. Yeah. The the meals, very, very, what, the drinks, the the bed, yes. the whole deal. It felt it felt elite. Yes, I felt like you. Oh, <laughs> everyone's dream. Um, well, that's wonderful. I'm ha- I'm happy you had a good time. But enough about Australia, right? How was Boca? Boca was great. I'm going back. I'm going back. Boca. Going back? I am slightly easier to go back. I, it's easier to go back. I, I. Are you moving there, Jared? Is this the first of 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 like three conversations that end with you know? You're moving there. You're going to be the king of the stand-up scene in Boca. <laughs> I don't think I'll move there just because it does have an expiration date. You know, you get there and there are moments. I just, you can't believe, I had a great time there. It was nice to be with my family. Um, and then I came back and like the city during this time of year is magical. I have to say, like New, New York City. New yeah. York City. It's great. I'm here. I mean, like, and you might hear it in my voice. Like, I feel like I took a 24 hour flight. Like, I think everyone get like this time of year. Everyone's like pushing through to the new year. So like there's holiday parties. Like I I went out last night. Like last night was a Monday night on a on a Monday wow. on a Monday. I didn't even realize it was Monday until someone saw me at a bar and they DM me, I'll be your date next Monday. And I was like, is it Monday? Oh, yeah. Did you go out with anyone or just yourself? I went out. Um, I met up with someone and we got some drinks and it was very nice. And then I had shows at the Comedy Cellar, which is like packed, you know, and it's like there's people here from other countries that, you know, 
There's people. It's the best week. It's the best, best week. week. And and right now. It's two weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. It, December in New York. December in New York. And it is also for dating wise to relate it to this podcast. Like it's kind of excuse season again. Like you do have a lot right. of reasons not to meet up I'm with traveling. people. Traveling. Holidays. Right. I got my party. I got my friends giving. And then there's also on the other end of that. Great time to meet new people. Exactly. It is, this is the time of year people are out, like we're, this is coming out the 28th. If you're listening to this, the day this comes out, go out tonight. I know you're going out New yeah. Year's, but go out tonight. If you're in New York City, if you're in a city you anywhere. You have nothing else to do. You have no, no work. I mean, right. bullshit work if you have work. Right. You, f you can fake it this time of year. And yeah. people are out and like looking over their shoulder. You could kind of feel it. Like I was out last night and like, you know. It, it was just and, and it's cold and you're bundled and you're eating like calories don't exist and you're drinking like alcohol is good for you. It, it is like it is. And I'm saying this right now and I've done this season so many times and and, and I think because of covid like this is the first real season we've had like mm -hmm. last year. Everyone like, you know, there was a wave of it and people were yeah. iffy. There's no iffy. People it's are back. out. It's back. We, I mean, we've said this so many times, it's back. But, like, I just had a moment last night where I was like, yeah, I'm not working out tomorrow. I'm going to wake up a little bit later. I'm going to have that drink. Like, I'm going, you know. I, it, it's, the, it's the season of, like, indulgence. Right. Absolutely. No one's seeing my body. Right. I'm out. I'm in layers. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like, or or maybe someone seeing my body, but not the masses. Right. That's right. Like I, I was out after shows at the cellar on the week during the weekend. And I'm just sitting at a bar and like some woman just talked to me. She's like, I'm here from wherever, you know, visiting. We came for the holidays. We haven't been in New York in four years. And then I'm like, nice to meet you. What do you do? What do you do? Ten minutes later, we're making out at this bar. Wow. I'm not like Amazing. and I'm like. It just and I was like, th I was like, this is what Christmas is all about. This is this is what Christmas is all about. <laughs> I mean to say, I mean that is what I, I I did miss that in Australia because you, you're in Australia and there's like Christmas trees all over the place, but it's like it's fucking warm here, so right? It feel like that vibe, like it's it's. I think New York, like there's nothing. New York, January, February, March, depressing as shit. Horrible. Get, Get out, out of here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be in Boca. New York, December. Like, it has to be cold to get that holiday vibe. Right. It just go. It it's part of it. it, it it's got to be cold to order the old fashioned. Like they go yes. together. Like to get have the whiskey in the bar. The 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 fog on the windows. Like these things are all go together and they feel right. It's a bacon cheeseburger. You know, like it all just it's peanut butter and jelly. It's makeouts and old fashions at two a.m. It it just. There's something to this time of year, and I, and again, by the time you get to New Year's, you go, "Whoo! Thank God this is done." Like you, right. you're like you're exhausted by it. You're like, "I need January," right? Yeah. Then you're in that um, January like New Year's resolution, dry January kind of like, let me get my shit together. That's why January is awful because it's like the it's the the month of I've you know I need to be trying. Now it's like right. No, don't try. <laughs> the year's over right it's over the year's we'll, over we'll take care of it on the second if it hasn't been done yet it's not getting done so right. 
It ain't happening. No one's answering your calls. I mean, I got a full beard going in. I don't know. I I, I feel good, Santa. but I'm also tired. I'm Santa. Yeah. So. Well, how was Boca, though? Boca, Boca was, good. was fine. It was nice. It was like, you know, I. it's nice to be with my family. Like, it's nice. But it's like, you know, here's the thing about traveling. And I think if you're single and you're like, I want to be back on the horse and I want to meet people or I'm trying to continue like the whole we get the email all the time like how do you keep momentum and it's like i do think it's hard to do when you've never met someone or you met someone once and you really don't owe them anything to just like fall off the map so like i'm in boca like and i'm matching with people on apps and we're talking a little bit but at the same time i'm going i kind of they they go down the screen well, you forget about people here's my question then i guess for all the ladies out there who are dating right. someone like you because i don't think that it's easier for men to have that excuse but i think if okay. women are into you they're like how they're kind of in the boat of like how do i make sure we don't lose the momentum in the, right. in the holidays versus like you're kind of like eh, it's fine I'll, we'll pick it up later if it's meant to be right. but if you're dating someone like you right now what's the best approach for like don't i don't know i, I here's Not, the not completely like keeping them in your mind or not completely like losing all steam. Don't take it so personally. That's my advice. Okay. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And people are going to be forgetful. People have other things going on. People have family. People have don't feel like going out because they got fucking hammered at a Christmas party and then going on a date with you on a first date where, you know, what we just said, what we were just talking about is all like loose and magical and Maybe you'll meet someone at the bar. The a first date is the exact opposite of that. It's very like interviewee. This time right. of year doesn't really make for a great interview season. Like you mm -hmm. at Betches aren't taking new people in December to like sit down for a first interview. So right. I think if you're out there and you're texting with someone, like like again, like no first dates week between Christmas and New Year's. I, and listen, I've gone on first dates, you know, the, during, recently. Right. And when I'm on them, I kind of go, you, you do have the feeling of going, maybe we should have pushed this off to a better time when there was an opportunity. Like, I, I just think, like, if you don't take it personally, because I'm thinking of, like, the people I've messaged with on, like, apps. And I'm going, I, it's not, I didn't forget about them because I was like, oh, I'm not attracted anymore or I'm not into our conversation. I'm just... I'm moving on. I'm going to a Hanukkah party tonight. Like I'm more looking forward to like the Hanukkah party. I don't want to. I want to get hammered the candles, there. I got a yeah. bitch. It's day three. Come on, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta light the menorah. You know, like I, I got Delta unwrap. Right. I, I, and I gotta go back to Boca on Christmas Day. Like I, I'm thinking of other things, and I think most people. Is that when you're going? Yeah, I'm gonna go back on Christmas Day, and I'm gonna like, because I was like, I just want to sit at the beach. I, I, it is so cold here too. Too, and I'm just like we just said to embrace the cold well for a minute <laughs> and I'm gonna go back but I this week I'm having a good time in it but I'm like I kind of want to just like go right. back and just chill and it, I don't know it, it's I it, and then you're going to San Diego for New Year's San Diego I'm doing shows in San Diego if you're listening to this right now this week and I'll be in San Diego and then Houston and Dallas so that's like my right away I start into the new season so to speak but I um, I don't know. I, I just like if someone said to me, hey, uh, we talked during Christmas and wanted to see what's up in January. 
I'd be like, oh, cool. Like I would re-engage in that. And I okay. think I think everyone right during this time of year, if you're like, how do I keep momentum? It's not about how do I keep momentum. It's like if you have something to say to this person, check in, say what's up, but also understand like that hang probably isn't happening too soon. Okay, that's good advice. I think that's hard to do. Like, I think, like... Well, there's right, always the thing in your head of, like, oh, if he, like, was really into me, he wouldn't care that it's December 28th. Sure, but uh, I'm... I I think there's so many distractions this time of year that I understand that someone cut, would Cut be, people some slack. Cut people some slack. I mean, I'm speaking for myself in this right. scenario, and I'm... Cut and Jared I, some slack. Cut me some slack. I, and I'm, but I'm speaking for, like, I, I'm assuming... I always say I'm 10% away from whatever guy you're dealing with, and especially first-monthers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking about your boyfriend of six months. <laughs> you know, your boyfriend of six <laughs> months. <laughs> he has no excuse. He's got no he excuse. He text you back. Sorry, babe. It's the holiday right. party. I, right. <laughs> oh, who's this? I've been sleeping with you for six months. No, it is, it is pure. I'm talking to the like the person that's like, You've gone on one date or maybe mm-hmm. two dates or you've gone you've started talking on the apps. Like this is kind of the season of like I'm not, you know, like Jordana, tonight I I'm not sure if you're going to be able to come, but tonight we're maybe going to a Hanukkah party. Yes. Like I already I already emailed Allison. I had to cancel. You're out. Okay. So <laughs> I, I listen, I wanted, I wanted you to, to be, go. I know you I'm wanted to be there. So but... t- I'm about I'm about to fall asleep during this recording, not because of you, but <laughs> that's okay. okay. I'll, I'll get on my back, Jordan. I'm going to carry us <laughs> to the finish line. But I'm, <laughs> you're shove my face below the ice luge. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be an ice luge tonight. And it's a bunch of so like, let me give this example is kind of the perfect example. Like tonight mm-hmm. and I invited you to the party. It's okay. Believe not offended. You can't make it. I totally understand. Um, but this party is a bunch of people in their thirties that have decided to get together for a Hanukkah latka caviar and ice luge party. Okay, and it's like, yeah, we're gonna get fucked up, and it's gonna be a fun time. And I and tomorrow I'm gonna be so hungover and mad at myself for how many latkes I ate. And we get to record again tomorrow. So and guys, we get don't to- worry, you're gonna get the reaction <laughs> from this in real time. In real time. You're going to see how horrible I feel. But I, you know, I'm looking forward to this party and being with friends and yeah. in, and going, you know, Wednesday, if someone was like, are we going on a date Wednesday? I'll be like, oh, we'll see how I'm feeling. Like I, I this party right. kind of trumps that. And I think my, our Hanukkah party that I'm talking about is the same thing goes for the Christmas party with the work. And the same thing goes for like, Hey, I'm getting together with old friends who all of a sudden have time because there's no work tomorrow, and uh-huh. the, and you don't have to like schedule your friends because they're not. Everyone's on the same like bullshit December calendar. So I do right. think this is the time of year to dig. If you're a single out there, dig into your friends because your friends have friends. Um, you're gonna be out. Being out has momentum to it in its own right, and then you readjust in January. I totally agree, and I think that's actually like. The way to date is to say no to a date because you're going to a Hanukkah party with your friends. Right. Like, that's really the way to date. And it seems counterintuitive. Like, oh, but if I, if I meet someone, I think that I, to to relate to a lot of the listeners, I think I always had this fear of, like, if I say no, then I'm missing, like, this chance of, like, meeting. Or it means I'm not committed to meeting someone or it means I'm not doing that. But actually the most attractive people are living their lives and fitting dating into their lives, not dating and then fitting their lives into dating. 
Right. No, absolutely. And and I think the apps kind of encourage the behavior that you're talking about. The 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 apps encourage the I got to make this a job and I got to make this a to do list item. And it's like that is and what you said is correct. The counterintuitive is the right way to go where it's like, no, the apps you'll 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 open up hinge when you're shitting at the party that you're enjoying. Right. And the best dater is one, again, who's like, who does have things going on, who's having fun, who's like, again, who's living their life. So, right. I want to date someone that I can bring to next year's Hanukkah party. Yes. Too late for this year, though, Gus. Too late. Sorry. (laughs) We're already there. Um, Do you want to get into today's show? Yeah, let's do it. Just so you guys know, because it's the week between Christmas and New Year's, and as we just said, no one is doing anything, this episode might not be on YouTube, so don't freak out, but it will be on YouTube again starting every week after that. But we did just warn you with like a 20-minute spiel on why uh, no one's working this week. So, In addition to that, <laughs> let's give ourselves a pat on the back, Jordana, for having an episode out this week. Same. I am a podcast listener. Many podcasts, I'm not going to name names, do the, the oh, mm-hmm. it's the holidays. We're going to take some time off. Oh, we'll do a best of episode. Jordana and I are here, okay? Jordana is fresh off a flight from Australia. It is two in the morning for her, body clock wise. I'm here, full beard, hungover as shit. We are committed to having an episode out. And listen, for that reason, you should share it with a friend. We have done for you. Now you do for us. You share this with a friend. Exactly. Happy Hol- Happy Hanukkah, Jared. We didn't even Same say to Happy you. Hanukkah. Is do you, it over do you do Hanukkah now? gifts with uh, Mike? Do you do Hanukkah gifts? We do holiday gifts, I would say. It's like for me, it's like the Christmas. It's like the same gift. I get the I give the the Christmas gift. I, the gift I get is technically Hanukkah. It's all the right. same kind of shit, I guess. Um, make it sound so fun. We have a menorah. We have a menorah right. next to the tree. My family never did Hanukkah. Like we did it. We'd light the candles, but like the right. gift thing was like, and, and like to the point, like, like my dad, my my parents did this fun thing where they'd be like, "What are you a loser? You need presents on Hanukkah?" Like, you know, like <laughs> sounds that, like that. my mom. Yeah, right. Like who? What are you? What you do know? you believe in magic? Yeah, come a on. Candle, eight days. Right. Whatever. You need a gift. Forget that. Yeah. You got enough shit. That was always my parents' response. Yeah, and then. It's funny, I called my mom, and, and it was the first night of Hanukkah, and I go, and she goes, the first night of Hanukkah, I guess I'm alone here, and I'm like, <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. We don't do that. Fuck you. Isn't your dad, oh, isn't your dad there? Yeah, but she's saying, I go, uh, you know, it's, you I'm be, not there. You should there. be like, listen, mom, you've got to save up that, like, that sad story for when, like, for when dad dies and you're actually alone. Like, right. you can't be doing that yet. The, the mom <laughs> who cried be- alone. Yes. <laughs> you're gonna use it all up before before you get that that guilt trip before you yeah. get it um, it didn't work on me because i was like oh, fuck off I, I, we didn't even where's my gift yeah but i do it's funny i never made latkes ever until i started seeing mike and again i'm now like in now i'm like i need to make a name for i need to make a name for this holiday among all the christmas bullshit so i'm like i make i'm i'm i bought a food processor to make latkes when we started dating and I, I use it once a year to make latkes every year. I could easily go buy them, but I'm like, I must make them because (laughs) there's so much other shit that I'm like, I need to represent. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's why you're fighting a losing battle. They're pretty good though. 
One day, okay. one day I'll make you some too. I would love them. Lakas are some of my favorite food in the world. I think Delicious. that's like a, there's nothing like a good laka. Like uh, I like when they're crunchy. I like when they're not crunchy. I like them with sour cream. If you put applesauce in front of me, I will fucking bark at you. I hate applesauce. Same. On sour cream. Sour yeah. cream. I let's keep it savory. That's my yes. I'm making T-shirts. Keep it savory. I love it. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's go to the emails what are we talking about today okay today we are talking about how to get a first date when you're not on the apps Okay. What a great time of year for this for this email. I'll read. Right. I mean, I can hear this is the when I hear this, all that rings in my head is do 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 You should be going out with your friends. Stop complaining about the apps because you're gonna have fun. You know, like I this is the time of year. Are you going on the apps? Are you on the apps? I'm on there, but I'm I I to be honest. I'm, I'm, it's, it's become a distraction. I, I don't know. I'm on there. I'm on, I had, I, I got some first dates lined up from the apps, actually. Got a roster. Love it. Not, I, I hate to call it, you know, I, we, we, there are dates that are planned. Listen. I will say that. A roster's a ro- nothing to be ashamed of. No, I'm not ashamed of it. I, I guess I'm just like, you Makes know. Makes it sound like you're the bachelor. Uh, right. <laughs> well, also, 
it's just like I just had this whole long thing of like I shouldn't be going on dates this time of year. I don't know what I'm doing, and then I have these dates set up. Like I listen, <laughs> I, 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 whatever. You're really I mean, fine. T- the listeners should take that for whatever it's worth, you know. So listen, this isn't the pot the podcast of of um, sticking to our word or consistency. <laughs> it's for fun. Okay. Hi, J&J. I'm a longtime listener who adores the both of you. I'm hoping to get to a live show next time around. And for what it's... Oh, sorry. Do you have any shows? I forgot to I, I talked it. about it. It's San Diego, Houston. Um, if you're in Vancouver, I don't know. I'm coming to Vancouver during the worst night of the year on February 22nd. It's the day after Amazing. my birthday. So Whistler. Go to Whistler. <laughs> I'm going to go. Good. Okay. For what it's worth, my single mother loves this podcast, too. That's worth a lot. That is worth a lot. I was recently self-reflecting on my dating life and wanted to get your thoughts. I'm a 24-year-old female who lives in a big city, and I deleted the dating apps around a year ago after another failed situationship. I felt like the apps were bringing me more stress than any good, and I haven't wanted to download them again since. In the past year, I've met a couple of guys through mutual friends that didn't really turn into anything serious. I've also met a few guys at bars who ask for my number just to never text me or to ter- or turn into one-night stands. Despite getting a tad frustrated, I took some time to chill out to learn more about myself and what I truly want. I didn't want to push for a relationship just because all of my friends are in one. I now feel that I'm ready to start over with a clean slate and get back out there, which leads me to my question. How are people going on first dates if they're not on the apps? I'm not necessarily anti-app, but right now doesn't feel like a good time to re-download them for myself. With that being said, I feel like the only times I've been on a true first date is from a dating app match. On the flip side, when I meet guys that I think are attractive and fun, whether that can be through friends or when I go out, I struggle with trying to let them know that I'm looking for more than just a hookup without coming off in a crazy way, if that makes sense. Do you have any advice on approaching dating off the apps? Is this just a matter of waiting for the right one who is just who is not just looking for a hookup? Am I cutting my options short by avoiding the apps? I'm curious to hear your thoughts since dating apps have become so normalized. Love you both from Jared. Please date my mom. <laughs> my mom. <laughs> mom. Oh. Wow. Oh my God. Not I, me. I, my mom. <laughs> right. Um, I've I've aged out of twenty four year olds. Wow. Oh. I think you have aged out of twenty four, but I don't know if you're into. I don't know if you're quite a 24-year-old's mom yet. Right. Well, let's send some pictures. Um, (laughs) So this is an interesting email. And it's funny the date my mom and the age thing is a big part of this. She's 24. And you want to shake the 24-year-old woman and go, you're young. Have fun. You're young. Shut the fuck up. You're not old. Like you want to like shake this woman into realizing how young and amazing this time of life can be but i know that saying it does nothing like i I, i'm not gonna change society you know i totally i totally agree with that i at 24 also felt that i was like getting up there and all my friends were in relationships and like you look back just goes to show again you zoom out you look back and you're like oh my god i should have just been like dating i should have just been like going out and having fun and not thinking about any of this shit and would have had so much more fun than I did just thinking about all this stuff all the time or being so concerned. Right. And, and it's, it's interesting. Like, so last night, I'll tell you this story. I, last night on the age thing, this is a little mm-hmm. bit of a, a sidetrack, but it, it, I guess it relates to what we're saying. 
Last night, do you remember my college uh, girlfriend, my college ex-girlfriend who came on this yes. show? She was so great. She's great. She was out with another college friend of ours last night for her birthday, and they came to my show. And my friend, our, you know, we share this friend from college, and then my college ex is with her. So then they went out after the show, and I met up with them for a drink, and we all hung out. And it was so interesting. Like, you have my college ex who's married with kids living on Long Island. You have our, our college friend who's recently moved to New York City, 37, attorney, crushing it, single. And we're all like, it was weird because, like, you know, we're having fun, we're catching up, we're having drinks. And it's like, you know, I think. You know, my ex who's married with kids, she's having fun. And she's interested in talking about our other friend, single woman who's out there and having the possibilities of a night and, you know, asking me about my dating life. You know, it's very normal and nice. But, like, you know, there you could see that, like, the star of the show was this woman, my friend who's single, like, going out. Like, who's she talking to? Who's the new guy? Like... She's, anything can happen. Anything can happen. And like, you know, and this is happening at 37. You know, like, you know, this is and I just think like this person needs to know that like if it happens or it doesn't, your life is still fun and wonderful. And, you know, it can go both ways. Like it can right. go because my my college ex, she's happy. She's happy and she's also out and life didn't end. She's not in her house, you know was shaking a sick baby like it, she was out and being young with us and right. it was like two roads i was watching two women that were equally seemingly happy that were out having drinks and it could have gone either way for either of them you know like and i'm looking and i'm hearing this 24 year old and she seems fearful like she's in and the, the most fearful part and the reason She's writing this to us, and the answer's in the email to me, and I don't know if you picked up on this as well, is the she keeps referencing, how do I look for someone who's not just looking for a hookup? So she is worried about wasting time. She She's 24, and she's worried about, well, every time I go out and meet guys in public, it's the right way to meet them, but then they're just looking for a hookup. And now I'm weeks away from 24, now I'm almost closer to 25 than I was 24. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I get it. It's like, it's irrational, but I understand the, um, I understand where she's coming from because she's like, she's trying to set herself up so that she's not, she's like, I think she knows probably rationally that 24 is not so old that she's like, you know, past the age of being able to meet anyone or whatever. I think she's, it's more like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure if I'm going to meet someone. So like I want to meet someone just so I know that I can or I know that Mm. like it's going to happen for me, which I totally understand that fear for her. But it's like then it becomes counterintuitive. It's like we said just with um, what we're just talking about with like going out at this time of year or having fun this time of year. It's Mm -hmm. like you want to be you want to be like living a full fun life. Like if you could focus on that, then you're a better you're a better date for someone. And I understand. And, and when she's saying like, Oh, I don't want to seem crazy to someone that I'm going out with who, who, so because I'm like, Oh, I want to settle down. I want to be with someone. It's like, 
You don't even have to say it. You could just not date guys who are not asking you on dates. Just not, just like, don't, like, I think there's this idea where I have to like lay down the rules of like, and I'm not just looking for a hookup. I'm not just, it's like, you don't have to even say it. Just don't go back with someone. Just don't go on, just don't go out with someone if they're not looking for, if they're, if they're not asking you on a date or if they're asking you on a date at Friday at 11 p.m. for that night, like, just don't do it. Like, you could just have fun with and still stay within your boundaries of knowing what you're looking for. Well, that that was the thing that's very apparent to me about this email. She does not know her relationship with hooking up. Right. And she's asking for men to lead the way. And let me t- let me break some news to her. Um, they're going to lead you right to their cock because <laughs> it ain't going to be a fun they're not a good leader. They are as blind as you. So if you're asking a man to lead you, you are going to be disappointed. And I'm not saying that they're absolved or that they don't have bare responsibility. I'm saying this person needs to figure out their relationship with hooking up. And listen, that is a moving th- target. That's hard to figure out. I'm not saying it's easy. You're going to have nights where you go back with someone and you're going to go, you know what, maybe I don't like going back with someone. But here's the thing, and I wrote this down as a mantra, okay? And I think it would help her. Let's you ready? I'm ready. Just because I have doesn't mean I will, and just because I haven't doesn't mean I won't. Okay. And the meaning of that is she's looking to meet guys in person. She wants to be off the apps. What she has to admit to is that the apps are like sweet and low. Okay, they're going to the apps supercharge the the feeling of sweet, the taste. The apps will get you more matches, more conversations, but not necessarily better. Okay? So, yes, you're going to meet less people off the apps. Yes, you're going to have less conversations. Yes, you're going to have less first dates, but that's because the apps are supercharging the whole experience. Not better, just more. And when she goes and meets these guys in person, if she goes home with a guy and makes out and sleeps next to a stranger and they don't fuck, that's a fun night. Good for you. Yeah. You know, and then if you, and then and again, if you go back with the guy, same guy and you have sex, that doesn't mean that you're going to go back and have sex at 11 p.m. the next night. That means, hey, just because I have doesn't mean I will again. Where's my date? Where's my second date? What are the things you want? This woman is halfway to her goal. She knows that she wants to be in a relationship. That's a good thing. What she doesn't know is that she can, what she doesn't know is that she's better off losing the people that she says no to and doesn't make the plan than she is keeping those people around. Right. And I can understand why she's like, oh, there's fewer of them. I want to make sure I keep them around. But like, no. Like, and again, I think that's great what you said about the apps being like, you know, a sweet and low or something like that, where it's kind of like you can, she can, she can figure out like almost like an intuitive, again, intuitive dating. Right. Like you can do it. And it's almost, it's great to have a night that you didn't like because you're like, I think people are so worried about like, oh, I, I slept with him on the, on the second date and like, uh, or and what does that mean? Or I hooked up with him and I think it was too early or I texted this and they didn't and I feel like I came on too strong. Do all of that and then think after every every experience is just a, a moment for you to look back and say, how did I like that? 
Did that make me feel good? Did that make me feel bad? Would I want to do that again? Do I want to do more of that? Do I want to do less of that? And you make it all about yourself and not about how do I get the guy to do this? It's more like, what do I like? Do I like going on dates? Sounds like yes. Right. Okay. Say no to things that aren't dates. Do I like, do I like sleeping with someone that I don't know that well? Maybe yes. Maybe no. If it's no, do it less. If it's yes, do it more. And I don't know if this helps, but I'll give my perspective of like, I've met people at bars and that night I'm like, here's my number. Let's go out. This is it. They're my person. And then I go home and I go, nah, I'm done. I don't think so. So I don't, that's not to be mean. That's to say to you, everyone you meet at a bar is the same, going through the same vetting process they do on an app. So, and again, the app is just more. So you can reach out to them. In the bar, they go, Ah, do we want to get back? Do I want do I want to go on that second date? And people opt out, and that's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. And above all else, also, again, at 24, just right. ask yourself, am I having fun? Am I having fun? And is this and, fun for me? Right. And and is this person amounting to the things I need? And and it's like so much of this email is like I need these people to tell me. No one's going to tell you. No one's going to yeah. be 100% truthful with you. It's just the reality. Yeah. And here's the other thing also. Like, you could be having fun and then not having fun with the right. same person. <laughs> just because I have doesn't mean I will. Exactly like what you said. Like, you could be, you know, having fun. We've been hooking up. That's fun. I've decided this doesn't feel fun for me anymore. Mm-hmm. This feels, I want I want something else from this. Right. And then, like you said, just because I have doesn't mean I I will. And I think that's just such an important thing. It doesn't have to mean the person's the devil and it doesn't have to mean that like things are awful. It could just like if you look at it at at life as just like a series of experiences all leading you to have a better sense of other people and also yourself, then you can just like live it. It doesn't have to feel so heavy. It doesn't have to feel so intense. You could just say, what did I do yesterday? Did I like that? Did I not look like that? And then it's right. just like everything is like kind of neutral in that it's way. It's the same. And I don't want the the fact that some people hear that this person's 24 and they go, that's not relatable to me. I think this is the same energy I would want to be on a date with someone who's 33, 35, 45. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I, and I know those people are maybe rolling their eyes or going, well, I'm not looking to fuck around. Well, it's like maybe you should look to fuck around a little bit. Maybe your energy is what pushes people away because you're in a, you're sitting there going holding on too tight to really enjoy what's going on in this moment and not enjoy it and to go well you know you're trying to win first dates not trying to figure out do I like them right and you can have, that's the thing I think people lose as they get older and they get maybe a little bit more jaded mm. towards the apps or jaded towards dates in general or jaded towards the whole experience is like. It's supposed to be fun. I know. And it doesn't seem like it's supposed to be fun. And if it, it, yeah, it, it doesn't. And, and and if it isn't, maybe it's time to like take a chill. Take a little break. <laughs> yeah. Come back next year. Yeah, right. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. 
access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. This is a long one. Um... Let's. Uh, I'll go through. Let me just go. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Just get. Just get right into it. Okay. I'm 27 year old female writing in with an awkward sex story from my junior year of college. At the time, I was living in a townhouse with eight roommates, six guys, and two of us girls. We all lived together for two years, never dated each other, and therefore ha- never having any drama. It was one of the most fun living situations I've ever found myself in. Whenever a few of us link up now, even several years later, the story is one of the many that we recount and laugh about until our faces hurt. I hope you guys uh, and the you up listeners get a good laugh out of it too. My roommates and I were throwing a huge party that was definitely. That that was finally dwindling down around 3 a.m. My roommate there and their slam pieces, aka people they were gonna fuck that night. She, she has I really a don't like that words. term at all. But slam okay. pieces, yeah, that was a big term in a certain era. Remember when that was big? That was big in like this bro frat tire culture of like 20, the odd eight, 2010 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the people they were going to fuck that night had finally run off to their respective rooms, leaving the kitchen and living room completely destroyed from the wild party. It was just me and a guy invited to the party. We matched on Tinder, and I invited him to the party on the same night, left alone in the messy kitchen. Let's call him John because I don't actually remember his real name, LOL. He was built like a Greek god, impossibly muscular, tall, handsome, and probably clo- weighed close to 250 pounds. 
a mountain of a man. <laughs> we were drunkenly attempting to clean up and fir- and flirt at the same time, like bending over uh, to pick up crushed beer cans off the floor and slapping an ass or wiping down a window covered in a mystery sticky substance and pinning their hands above their f- head for a drunken makeup. This is a good time to mention that the kitchen was nearly completely dark because a party guest had accidentally punched out the light during a particularly competitive game of Rage Cage. And I'm not familiar with that game. Are you? Me neither. It sounds dangerous. Uh, the only light <laughs> illuminating our... That's the 37-year-old in you. Right. That Rage sounds dangerous. Game. I don't like the sound of that. The only light illuminating our sweaty faces was the bright light coming in through the window. Anyways, I was seductively cleaning solo cups off the long wooden kitchen table when he grabbed me by my hips, lifted me up on the tabletop. This was especially hot to me because I'm 5'10", 155 pounds and almost never get to be manhandled because of my stature. He stood between my legs and leaned over me, his big hands resting on either side of my hips and his arms looked even more impressive in the low lighting. I had just thrown my arms around his neck for an intense makeout session when I felt him shifting his weight towards me and realized he was basically leaning his entire body weight on the table. There was a brief moment of sobriety and fear when we heard a small crack and then suddenly two of the table's legs shot out from beneath us. I was watching in mortifying slow motion with the dim light and shadows making it all feel like a movie as he fell on top of me and we crashed into the ground the table laying awkwardly under our combined weight having just met him tonight i was so embarrassed about the table breaking but i was also so annoyed that i now would have would owe my roommates money for this table because this giant stupid sexy man didn't realize his own size oh it's his fault (laughs) i guess it is Right. In my drunken genius, I just convinced John that we should take the table with its two remaining good legs and move it outside to my townhouse's deck. In our complex, in our complex, in our complex, two townhouses each shared one deck. The drunken goblin living in my brain knew that my neighbors never lo- locked their door that opened up to the deck and knew that they were all passed out drunk or still out partying in town. And to top it off, I knew that we had the same exact kitchen table. Long story, but we did have identical tables. I'm so happy they didn't add in the identi- the other story about the tables. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> how is them it's having Christ- two identical tables a long story it's a christmas miracle they didn't right. add that in yeah. <laughs> i mean john was obviously and rightfully concerned about this plan but my drunken confidence and the promise of sex drove us to uh, to go into my neighbor's kitchen and swap the tables john and i were choking with laughter sometimes even laughing so hard that we had to stop and regroup in order to move the tables back and forth after drunkenly battling in painful silence to pivot the table in and out of the narrow doorways we finally got the unbroken table out of my neighbor's townhouse and onto the deck next to my broken table we sat there for a moment with the alcohol goblin relinquished control over my brain for just long enough for me to admit that this really wasn't such a good plan we then renegotiated the table through the narrow door frame again this time loudly hitting it against the door frame and almost peeing my pants from laughter we successfully moved the unbroken table back into my neighbor's townhouse and devised a plan to fix the broken table in my kitchen before the roommates woke up from here the alcohol goblin uh i mean i've had enough of the alcohol goblin. Uh, <laughs> put it to bed <laughs> 
Yeah. From here, the alcohol goblin had taken control of both of us, and our and so our hilarious fix was to essentially take the two broken table legs and jam them into the bottom of the table just enough so the table could balance itself. Once complete, John and I then sweatily and happily ran upstairs to my bedroom to have some of the worst drunk sex I'd ever had in my life. LOL, Car- LOL karma, I know. The next morning, my female roommate was supposed to be getting up early for a volunteer event she was hosting the next day. John and I lay naked, passed out in my bed, and completely unaware someone would be in the kitchen so soon. We woke suddenly after hearing a loud crash, followed by the sound of what was now a shattered bowl and my female roommate screaming, what the fuck? Guilt and panic rising within us, John and I grabbed some clothes and ran downstairs, fearing the worst. At the bottom of the staircase, we stood frozen, seeing my female roommate in her volunteer T-shirt now covered with now covered with uh, milk and soggy Cheerios as she stood before the table with its two front legs buckled underneath itself and the broken cereal bowl shattered on the kitchen floor. This image, along with the general carnage of the party's aftermath surrounding it, was so sad but also so funny. John and I profusely apologized between fits of laughter as my roommate stormed out of the house at 7 a.m. John had selflessly offered to help clean up as well as help pay for the replacement of the table. We started cleaning, and as the rest of my now hung hungover roommates filtered into the kitchen, we all laughed and talked about what happened. Apparently, three of my roommates and their slam pieces were together in upstairs rooms smoking weed when all this happened. They had witnessed John and I attempt to execute uh, and fail at our ridiculous drunken moving event, which just made it even funnier in the end. Unfortunately, they were all too high. <laughs> this is so long. <laughs> this is the longest fucking story. I... I <laughs> If they try to convince me about how funny this was one more time, I'm I mean, going to. I could write this story in like one paragraph if I need it. The table broke. End of story. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, they were all too high and too entertained to think to get their phones out and record our table swapping shenanigans. And John and I never saw each other again. But when this hazy memory comes to mind, I always smile and wonder how he tells the story to his friends. Shorter. I can tell you how. He... Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can tell you exactly how he tells the story. I hope you guys laughed as much as I did. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I was too tired from reading the email. While writing this email, looking forward to hearing the names you come up with this one XOXO built different. I can tell you exactly how he tells the story. Let's hear it. I'm trying to fuck this chick and she wouldn't shut up about the fucking table. She made me move <laughs> it out to the other apartment and then she kept laughing for no reason so i just laughed along with her so that she wouldn't think i was angry and then she made me move the table in and then she goes we get it out to the deck and she's like ah we shouldn't do this anymore so then i had to move the table back in this apartment still haven't fucked and then we went up and i you know fucking came in seven seconds that's how he tells the story (laughs) well at least at least that one's shorter my jet lag could not withstand this story i think i almost fell asleep a few times during it i blame it on the uh the, on the flight the jet lag <laughs> goblin took yes. a c- control of your brain i, I yeah, it's a I fine this, story it's fine no it's thank you for thank you for writing in i'd call right. this i'd call this the not so gentle giants okay i like that i had um the old switcheroo and then i ha- also had um the longest story ever told it's um <laughs> the tale as old as forever yeah <laughs> Also, um, I swear this is funny. That's what I would call <laughs> That's this. That's funny. Um, what did she call them? Drunken, drunken goblin. Yeah, goblin with a long fable. Um, oh, that's good. I, 
see, I get why this is funny in the moment, but I definitely have been in that situation where it's like you have to match them. Like this woman is like, oh, my God, the table broke. <laughs> and you're like, ha, 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 ha. Um, are we going upstairs soon? Like <laughs> it's getting well, late. Or, or, or he's like, how much shit do I have to do before I can just have sex? Right. And, and it's not even like that you don't like this person, but it's like you're like, like there's just like so much going on that you're like, I'm just I, like I, I've been this. I had a similar situation. I was in Avalon, New Jersey the summer after I graduated college. Have I told you this story? You fell off the counter or something. Someone fell off the counter. I slammed. We had a dance contest in this small kitchen. Oh, yes. and I took this woman and I tried, like, my friend and the other girl, they're dancing, and then it was our turn to dance, and I took her, and I lifted her up, and I flipped her directly on top <laughs> of the oven. And that's the moment where you, like, wake up from your drunk. You're like, oh, my God, are we okay? Is she okay? What are we doing was here? Was she okay? Everyone was okay. Okay. Like, it was, like, the back of her legs. Like, it was a flip that ended up on the oven. So then, like, slept over that night, and I'll never forget it. I walked out of there. It was, like, hot summer day and it was like 10 a.m. and I took my shirt off and I'm like in jeans with no shirt on and I'm walking along like the main street near the like um you know main street in Avalon New Jersey all of a sudden a a a um a Cadillac like a big truck pulls up next to me the window rolls down it's my freshman year roommate <laughs> and he's like Jared Freed and it's like Right after graduation, I don't have a job. I'm shirtless. I'm in my jeans. He's in this beautiful Cadillac. And I'm like, and I'm like, hey, man. And he goes, is that you? And I go, yeah. How, how you been, man? He's like, I'm good. I'm working at the museum now. And I was like, he's like, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doing some open mics. Right. I'm not, you know, and then. That was the, and then he drove, he's like, do you need a ride? I was like, no, 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 I'm That's good. Funny. Don't worry about it. How old it. were you at the time? Like 22? 22. Okay. Better than Almost. it happening this year. Yeah. Th <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I wasn't 24. Ew. You know? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> like our first email. Would have been too late for you. Um, red flag or deal breaker, Jordana. A guy brings you home and before hooking up, tells you that long story. <laughs> And says it's funny. The long story, I'd be out. If the table broke, I'd be fine. <laughs> long be story fine. worse than the than the right thing. She broke my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com betches. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, let's play some Red Flag or Deal Breaker. I'll read the first one. Let's do it. Okay. Jay and Jay, I want to share Red Flag or Deal Breaker I, I faced from a few years ago. While still on the messaging stage for one of the apps, I was asked, what's your happy place? I thought this deal was breaker. a Deal Breaker. Oh. <laughs> Unlike Jared, if this I- listener <laughs> thought this was a fun question. And after sitting on it for a few minutes, I gave it a very thoughtful and emotional response. JK, I picked a fictional city from a movie. That's right. Okay. I I don't know. I I think that's a better answer than like an odd, like what's your, what's your happy place? You got to be fun with that. No. Yeah. I agree. It's an annoying question. I'd write the toilet. (laughs) Not talking to you. Okay. Um, Anyway, she then proceeded to tell me her happy place is her grandmother's rooftop because that's where she was conceived. That's While a I wild love, answer. That's such a weird answer. While I love outside the box statements and responses, this one definitely threw me for a loop. Bringing, her, bringing up her parents' sexual activity was not something I wanted to think about or address. And I can't imagine ever thinking that's what drives my happy place. Okay. Perhaps I was just not empathetic enough. I don't think that's what empathetic means. The no, chances of her weird. being <laughs> the chances of her, her being my true love went out the window um, when I blocked her right after receiving that message. But this response has carved up some real estate in my head ever since. I wanted to get your take because maybe I was too quick to judge this woman. So red flag or deal breaker. She brings up a detail about her conception before the first date. Thanks. P.S. Please come back to Milwaukee for a show. Um, I would love to. I like Milwaukee. Um they're being way too hard on themselves. This is a deal break. It's a weird fucking answer. Very, very weird. Um, also weird that she would ask so that it's, she could tell it. It's one it's thing- almost like she wanted to bring it up. Right. It would be one thing if like it came up and she told that story and she was like, yeah, it's kind of weird. But like, right. I don't know. I don't even know what the explanation could be. Weird all around. I'm out. Oh, my happy place. Well. The rooftop of my grandmother's place is where my dad put his penis inside of my mom's vagina and came inside of her. And I think of that every time I hang out up there. Yeah. Your grandmother's rooftop? Right. I I don't know. Who even goes to their grandmother's root? All of it. All of it's weird. I I, but even if someone asked me, what's your happy place? I'm like, I I don't. Do you want to get a drink or fucking not? Like, I. I, (laughs) This is like this is why people leave the apps. Right, this shit is, like that. 
This is why you shouldn't. You should be on the apps, and I shouldn't. When I hear that question, it's like, oh, I'm too cool for this place. Like I like that is a person who if like because in a bar they're gonna go up to someone. What's your happy place? Yeah, fuck off. Sorry. <laughs> All right, next one. Red flag or deal breaker? He's your cousin's cousin. Okay. I matched with this cute guy. We'll call him Greg on Hinge. And after a couple chats back and forth, I remembered he had the same name as a kind of distant family member, my cousin's cousin, that we had briefly talked about over Thanksgiving. Ironically, my aunts had been joking about setting us up since we aren't blood related and didn't grow up together. For background, he's a cousin of my cousin's dad's side of the family, whom I'm not blood related to. I was not interested in pursuing anything closely related to incest. After looking again through his profile, I noticed he had some similarities to this cousin, same name, general age range, and spends a lot of time in the Southwest. I reached out to my cousin and asked if Greg was 28. She said yes. Then I sent her a picture of his profile and she said, yep, that's him. I immediately told him we're kind of related and thought it was hilarious. He said, see at the family function sometime. I thought it was pretty funny as well but also died a little inside well it's a deal breaker for me i was pretty surprised that my friends seemed to be split so red flag or deal breaker he's the cousin of your cousins what do you think i think this is fine i do too i'm i'm the the only issue with it is having to explain it because at first explanation you're like what like you can't not grimace but you also don't even need to mention that Right. You, I mean, the only people you have to mention it is actually family, which is kind of the shittiest part. Like, 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 like you have to get them to understand it as much as we're understanding it right now. That it's not your cousin. It's right. A, the only person it's weird for is your mutual cousin. Right. <laughs> your mutual cousin is like, all right, my cousins are dating, but like, right. they're not each other's cousins. But like, it's it's all kosher. Like I don't understand. Yeah, there's no blood. There's no. This is not. This is not incest at all. This is no blood relation. Right. And I I don't even. I don't know. In my mind, I'm like, I. You guys got a lot in common. It seems right. that you've been brought up before. Like the aunts, like, made a joke about it because they thought of you too. Like I don't know. I agree. Everything else. If everything else is good, I'd kind of be like, yeah, I'll go out. It's just the worst thing to come up and it's always it's very hard. easy for 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 this the story to get like lost in translation to where someone's like oh that guy's uh fucking, fucking his cousin. dating his cousin yeah <laughs> well you know like do you have like an embarrassing story about you that you know someone could bring up at any time that would make you shrink in the corner of a room don't we all right so this yes. is kind of a version of that where it's like it's always in the holster for someone shitty to bring up when they have nothing else to say. That's the most annoying part. Like you could be in a function and someone's like, aren't you guys cousins? Talk about that. And you're like, we've talked about that a thousand times. Shut the We're fuck up. We're not cousins. Right. right. <laughs> That's the most annoying part. I agree. But I, that wouldn't stop me. No, it he's, wouldn't stop if, me. If they're great, he's, uh, you know, he's been vetted by the cousins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the cousins council. Yeah. I can see why it'd be weird. But like, especially if I'm in like, if I'm in a small town, everyone's kind of cousins, cousins. We're not blood related. Right. I'm okay with it. Listen, there's something to be said that like, you know, most Jews might be more blood related than these two might be. hundred percent, you know. Right. That's where they got to test for all those Jewish genetic disorders before you, uh, that's, you like have a kid with someone. <laughs> okay, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
was, no, I know. That was well I timed. Know it's, it was well timed. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's do a one last one. Okay. Hi, J&J. Love the show. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. A few years ago, I started dating a guy who mentioned having a pet ferret named Harry on the first date. Okay. I had a... Com- Deal breaker. I, no. <laughs> I had completely forgotten about Harry the ferret until the morning after I spent the night at this guy's place. He got up to shower and said he had to get Harry from his cage because they showered together almost every day. Ew. Stop it. Out. That's not... This isn't a real thing. Out. He said Harry was obsessed with showers and even had his own shampoo. I assumed he was joking, but sure enough, he and Harry set off to the bathroom and took a 10-minute shower. They came out of the bathroom wrapped in matching towels. I immediately got the ick just imagining what was going on in that bathroom, and our relationship fizzled quickly after that. Am I just not that into ferrets, or is this actually fucking weird? Red flag or deal breaker? I almost, I agree. I almost don't believe it because it's so weird. What is it? Rufus the naked mole rat from Kim Possible? Like... That is not, this is, this can't have happened. They don't have matching towels. I can't believe You're saying this is a fake write-in. I don't know. I I don't believe that they both walked in with a towel around their waist and one above their head. And he was like, oh, Harry and I just got Uh, out of the shower. Like, no. And also, right. And then the idea that I, listen, there's rooms. There was a Seinfeld episode about like good naked and bad naked. Oh, yeah. You know, like where they, yeah, she's op- he, he's opening the pickle jar naked and that's bad naked. And then she's laying on, you know, the couch that's good naked. I do think in addition to that, there's also like rooms you can't be naked in. Like, like if I'm naked in my kitchen, I go, it, I'm like, I, I think a knife is just going to fly. Out. Yeah, I, I shouldn't be this close to knives with my penis just out. You know, here. I think about and, that and on I the think couch this is too. Right. And and I think the same for this ferret. Like if I was in a shower with an animal, I'd be like, this is too weirdly close to everything. I, I And it's weird for him to not feel that way. Yeah, this is obviously very weird. I would be out. Right. But well, we solved dating again, a holiday edition, the week between. I think we gave the week between Christmas and New Year's energy today. Like we gave kind of half into that it. vibe. <laughs> Right. I think we I think if you're out there hungover, this was the good pace for you. You didn't have to hit slow down or speed up. Yes. Um, and so happy holidays. I think Hanukkah yes. is over. So Christmas is over and Hanukkah's over, Jews. It's yeah. all over. <laughs> Hanukkah's over. Christmas right. is over. Go out that you've got nothing to do till New Year's. Listen to Go this podcast. Out. Thank you guys for listening. It's been a great. It's Thank our last you. episode of 2022. Thank you for listening oh. with us. It's been an incredible year. And we look forward to more to come next year. In Absolutely. Happy New Year, Jordana. Happy New Year, Jared. The You Up podcast is produced by Sean Kilby, Maddie Paul, and Jorge morales Pico. Editing by Jorge morales Pico. Social media by Maddie Paul. Be sure to follow at you.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. 
Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton, only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.